Hey. <laughs> Hello? Hello, welcome. Oh, hi. Uh, I, I'm surprised that you found my, my dirt pit. Your dirt pit? Yeah, what? dude, this is my house. How did you get out here? I'm like 50 miles in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that's my hometown. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man, that's my hometown. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being in the desert in the middle of nowhere and having nothing to do. That's me. Do you have a pink dog? Uh, I'm about to now. Hey, come here. Come here, come here, Grandpa. Let me spray paint you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pink dog fever's hitting the desert, middle of nowhere, sand pit towns real hard. <laughs> yeah, everyone's out here spray painting their dogs. It's wild. Yeah. Although not everyone is painting them pink. Some people are painting them white. To turn them into ghosts. Oh, spooky. <laughs> so spooky. <laughs> Welcome to the Spookberry Boys. A touch of fright, and a touch of fear, and a spine-tingling story there. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Today, we have uh, our lovely friend Stephen joining us. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm excellent. How are you, gentlemen? I'm fabulous, thank you. I'm also fabulous, thank you. But I'm also good, too, as well. I feel fabulous. I feel good. Um, I feel incredible. <laughs> it's been a really incredible day. You had a good incredible day. <laughs> well, I think uh, our friend Stephen here is going to tell us an incredible story. <laughs> to be super incredible. I think yeah. I yeah. No no pressure or anything, Stephen. But this better be the most incredible story that we've ever heard. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to end the podcast. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. I, uh, don't worry. Forget I said that. Don't worry about it. What? What do you say? Nothing. What? I didn't hear that. <laughs> well, I'll do my best, David. I have full faith in you, Stephen. So, I've got a few good little stories that I think you guys might enjoy. Um during my time working at the state hospital in Marion, Virginia. And if you ever want to look it up, it is Southwest Virginia Mental Health Institute, or SWVMHI. Um, so a little bit of history of the of the hospital here. It's like the oldest facility in Marion, VA. I think it, it was like one of the first facilities that had electricity. Yeah, so it's been around for a, for a very, very long time. Only... Only uh, the main portion of the original building is still there. Uh, so the design has changed considerably over the years, but been there for a long time. And uh, the catch area for patients used to be just Southwest Virginia, but I think um, over the years it's transitioned into basically the entire state. So they get people from, from everywhere that come in. Uh, yeah got quite a history too there's uh, a building that has a operating room that's not used anymore and a morgue that's not used anymore and in the operating room they used to perform lobotomies so you can imagine that there's uh some pretty spooky stuff that goes on in this place um david what's up do you want to get lobotomied dude i'm ready 
I I honestly had it like planned on my calendar. I was going to do it in like December, but um, you know, we can scoot it up a little bit. Yeah, self lobotomies are all the rage these days. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see where to where to begin. Um, gave you a little bit of the history. So one of my first experiences. Oh, yeah. No, I should mention this too. There are tunnels, tunnels that run throughout this entire like facility underground, and. Um, so when I worked there, I um, I had the curiosity will kill the cat mentality because I used to, if I had a key to it, I, I would explore it. So I, I walked through like multiple tunnels and doors I probably shouldn't have went into, but I did anyway. Uh, but one of the, the first experiences I ever had was in the C building, which is at the time was being used to hold uh, offices and doctors on call. So I worked as a as a housekeeper, and uh, occasionally that means I would clean. But for the most part, my job was like moving furniture and doing odd jobs like that. Uh, but this particular incident, we had to they had transitioned people from the C building that were in offices over to another B building called the B building, and the C building used to hold criminally insane individuals, and. I don't know if you know anything about the structure of old hospitals, but the higher up you went, the more violent an individual was. What? Yeah, so, you know, criminally insane, first floor might not be that, like, violent, but if you get to the fourth floor of the building, like, those are the people that are, like, super violent and are a complete threat to society, so they're, you know... They got to make it hard for them to get out if they do. Yeah, they got to go down the elevator to get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have to. They have to pretend to be like, "Oh, don't worry about me. I'm off to my business meeting." <laughs> <laughs> I are normal. Yes. I are normal. Yes. <laughs> I am off to do human things as a human would. <laughs> I am not a robot. I am human. I'm here. I checked the box. <laughs> I checked the box. This is How so many? scary. Uh, how I'm many so buses scared. did you check off? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you better not forget that corner of the bus. All right, I'll let you go. But next time. <laughs> next time you better bring your permission slip. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the uh the higher you, the higher up level you go, the more uh violent and threatening they are. Yes. So um, we were moving people from the C building to the B building, like offices. And um, one of the things we were doing was we were moving doctors on call as well. And so that was on the third floor of the building. And it was me and like three other people. And we were walking from one end of the hall to the other. And all three of the other people were in front of me. And I heard footsteps run up behind me and then stop no ma'am no ma'am yeah. mm -hmm. so i turned i turned around ready to like confront whatever it was and there was nothing <gasps> yeah so needless to say that was quite frightening and uh made me not really want to go into that building again but of course i didn't have a choice for most of the most of my time while i was there but you know quite a weird experience uh, there was one other incident too where we were in the rehab building. We used to, they used to do training there, and um, prior to that, the rehab building held t 
TB patients. And I mean, I'm sure you guys are familiar with TB back in the day. Like if you get it, you're pretty much, you're just put somewhere until you die. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were in there cleaning one morning. It was me and one other gentleman. And um, it was literally just us. And, and to give you context on this building, just like how creepy it can be, especially like in the winter and in the morning, uh, we enter through the technically the back side of the building. And the way that the electricity is set up is like you walk through this doorway and it's just this big ass empty room and the light switch is on the other side of the hall, like the room. So you have to walk over and turn it on. And at that doorway, there's this big long hallway that's dark, when the, especially in the morning, like it's just pitch black. And to turn the light onto that, you have to walk all the way down to the hall, like into the hall to turn that light switch on so it's already a creepy atmosphere but me and uh one other gentleman we were in there cleaning one day just having a nice little conversation and the next thing we know we both hear whispering like over us like gurgled talking like you can't make out what it is and the second we stop the voices stop i i looked at the um the guy that was working with me and I was like did, did you hear that and he just like stared at me for a second he was like yeah I heard that so we we cleaned up pretty quick and then got out of there because that was that was pretty freaky yeah that sounds horrible also freaking when you said that you heard something running running up behind you like that gave me chill bumps because I had that same thing happen in the hallway in my house growing up Ooh. So when you said that, I'm like, I want to say something, but I'm gonna just not say anything right now. Yeah, it's, ugh, ugh. I don't, I don't like footsteps when I can't see what it is. Yeah, it's because yeah, when it's coming up behind you and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Someone's behind me stepping and I can't see them. Yes, although I would argue that it is better than not hearing footsteps and having something come up behind you. That's actually facts. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair assessment. <laughs> I often scare people by accident because I have like a really silent like footstep and I'll like say like, hey, and they're like, whoa, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> what are you, a ghost? What are, ooh, I'm a ghost. Can't confirm. <laughs> David is a ghost. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Mystery solved. We can close the case on this one. So yes, what else, what else happened here? Uh, let's see. I've got this one from the Harmon building. I have a few actually, but so the Harmon building um, isn't used anymore except for mass storage and the housekeeping department there leaves all of their big equipment there. So basically whenever you need something massive or like cleaning supplies that aren't like on the cart, that the carts that are stored around, you have to go in there. Very, very creepy building. This is the one that has the operating room and the morgue um and the the morgue is like i don't even know how to describe it it's like this giant wooden box that i guess at the time probably held maybe four bodies and it's like from the 1800s i have a picture of the the date somewhere that i can send to you later if you'd like oh yes please yeah we'll put it in um but it it's super super creepy and then of course like the the fourth floor operating room is like really really weird there's like this old prosthetic foot that is like looks like it's from the early 1900s and it like moves on its own like it'll be in a different location every time you go up there fucking what 
Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. When when you mentioned this other this other area, I was like, is it the fourth floor again? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the top floor <laughs> for sure. I'm like, I don't want to be there anymore. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Luckily, all the stuff that we would go in and get is like on the first floor, but the building is just massive and it's echoey and creepy. And it's empty, right? Like otherwise. Yeah, it's empty. There's there's nothing in there. I've heard stories of people that like I think my mom has experienced it like, you know, during second shift, like they'll hear like doors slamming in there, people screaming. And like it's completely cut off from from the main hospital. The only way to get in there is with keys. Jesus fucking Christ. I hate that. We know yeah. what we're doing next Halloween. No, fuck that, dude. It would it would make for a good like haunted house. I, I've I've often wondered why they don't do that. Right? Like it sounds like an amazing haunted house. I think mm-hmm. it I think it has a lot to do with where it's a still still a running facility, whereas like you know, St. Albans out here isn't isn't actually active at its at the, its original location anymore. But um mm-hmm. thankfully I've never heard any screaming or door slams over there. However, there are two pianos in that building, or there were at the time when I was working there. There was one on the first floor, and there was one in the basement. And both are electric, so keep that in mind. They're both electric pianos. Like, you have to have that shit put in. Um, so me and one of my friends, we were on the third floor one day moving uh, files, because at that time, they kept really old patient files like it's like a policy you have to keep them for like 50 plus years or something so they have a bunch of like paper files like the 60s and all that well it's all stored over there on the third floor so we were moving that stuff around and we heard a piano play and there was no one else in the building electric pianos yeah um uh burn it down (laughs) yeah can we just like uh, like burn down this whole building yeah. Can we just blow up a dynamite in here or something? <laughs> yes, yes. I used to hate going in there by myself. I would. I wouldn't even do that. No, I wouldn't. Absolutely, <laughs> wouldn't. I'd be like, "Hey, Tyler, you want to come on an adventure with me?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, you can go by yourself." Bye. No, dude, we're going. No, it's really fun. We're going to King's Dominion, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go ride some roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, we're going on a fucking roller coaster, all right. <laughs> Little did you know, it's the state hospital. Ah! Ooh. Uh, so uh, when you mentioned like a state hospital, I already see something in my head because I've seen videos of like state hospitals like that, and they look creepy as fuck. Like they're huge. Yes. And they just look scary as fuck. So I'm like, I already see, I already envision what you're talking about. It's it's spooky. If you if you've ever seen the movie, um, I think it's called Grave Encounters. It's like some kind of B horror movie, where like this cast goes into a, a mental institution that's like closed down. Yes. Like, f- yeah. So the architecture and stuff in that movie is very similar to the state hospital. In fact, one of the rooms reminds me a lot of the rehab building. Uh, that movie freaked me the fuck out when I saw it. Yeah, it was. It's pretty good for a B movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it, Tyler? I don't think I've seen it. I'm surprised that you've seen it, though. I guess we're watching Grave Encounters then. <laughs> oh yes, good choice. Um, 
I was always convinced when I would walk into the Harmon that I would see something. Luckily, I, I, I never did, but yeah. I'm glad that you never saw anything while you were in that fucking place. That's, oh, yeah. that sounds like hot garbage. I So my mentality was always like, I, I welcome it and like, because it, it would be cool. But at the same time, it was like, if I see that, if I see something, I'm never setting foot in that building again. I don't care if I get fired or not. Yeah, it's like you'd rather not have a job than fucking have to deal with that ever again. Oh, yeah, 100%. Big mood. Um, and then the, the last thing I've got for you guys is uh, the one time I didn't explore something. So, as I said earlier, if I had a key to it, I would go and look. Because, I mean, this place is old, it's cool, it's neat. I walked through so many tunnels, so many buildings, and uh, we're going to go back to the C building for this one. So I was helping um, an older gentleman that I worked with named Alan clean up a water mess that had happened on the third floor, I believe. I think it was at the doctor doctor's on call hall. I'm already scared. And uh, I had never been to the fourth floor of this building. I didn't have a key to it. And uh, he gave me his master key because he needed me to go get something for him. And his key made it faster for me to go get it to use my keys, if that makes sense. Like, um, the pathway that I could take out and get and get back in using his key was faster than my key. Uh, so, as I'm walking out and I get this thing that he's asking me to get, I realize I have a key to this fourth floor now. Because I checked at one point in time. I checked to see if I could get in, and I couldn't. So I go up to the fourth floor door. I open it up. It is pitch black. Pitch black. And immediately, this is the only time it ever happened while I was there, I had a shiver down my spine and a little voice in my head that said, do not go in there. So I shut the door. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I like I like so went there in my head for a second, and I was like, I hate this. I hate everything about this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't go in there, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? No, yeah, you're like the one person in the horror movie that survives because you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not gonna go here. Yeah, I'm the the one white person not doing white people shit. <laughs> exactly. Like I was gonna be like, I would just maybe go in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it's a little bit. And then you get the fucking door slammed on you, Tyler. And then my hand is fucking broken forever. <laughs> yeah. In an alternate universe, I went through the door and I'm not here right now. Or maybe Whoa. you went through the door and now you're um you're now you're a banker. Oh shit. That's the that's the worst outcome of all. <laughs> uh, I handle people's money. Ah! No, not <laughs> JP Morgan Chase. <laughs> We're foreclosing on your house. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fuck that place. Yeah, no, it's it's quite spooky. Um, I've heard stories of in the C building when people, like doctors on call, there was one that would hear a knock on his door every morning at three, and no one would be there. And he got to the point where he just ignored it. Uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine just fucking. Uh, being so used to it, you're like, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for really, just like, eh, okay, all right, back to sleep. <sighs> that would freak me the fuck out. I would not want to do that at all. No, yeah, same, same, fam. 
Same fam. <laughs> I've heard. Uh, I think my mom. She told me once of she she was like driving into work one morning and it was like outside the B building, which is like in but the B building is right next to the C building. Um, but she was like driving into work and saw like it, it's like raining. It's early as shit in the morning. It's piss poor raining. She saw like an old lady like outside the B building, like walking around. And it wasn't just her. It was like her and like two other people that rode in with her. She thought a patient had got out. And they went to check and like no one was there. And no patient was missing. Well, I'm so scared right now. I'm so scared. <laughs> what a fun work experience. Oh my God. Crazy work stories. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a Tuesday. Talk about a Tuesday. <laughs> 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 That's that's pretty much all I got in terms of like my own personal experiences. I've heard lots of other things from people there, but yeah. And then a little fun fact for you. The St. Albans Hospital. That facility was started by a former director of the state hospital. Oh, so like it started off as just the one in uh down where you are in Marion mm-hmm. and now it and then it oh. Yes. I believe it was, it was like the, the boys school prior to that, but then like this director, I guess, acquired it and then turned it into a mental facility because he didn't like the way things were being managed as a state facility. And that's why it, it it's ultimately it was like a private facility. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Like, what's the thing about boys schools? Well, you know, the Catholic and oh, yeah, boys I schools mean... will be boys schools. <laughs> boy schools boy schools <laughs> oh there it goes again haunting someone oh typical <laughs> another typical boy school haunting oh Jeffrey turned into a specter again oh, man. why don't you do something original for a change yeah why not be a boy school that turned into a fucking uh, like an auditorium or something <laughs> Why don't be a boy school who is also just doing yoga and shit? What about a boy school that turns into a mech and there's like like one boy inside of the school who operates it? Oh, God, the rest get crushed in the mech, the, like the gears. The, well, I mean, they don't have to get crushed. They could just be like elsewhere. But no, you know, I, 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 I like the idea of them being crushed in the gears. I do too. I do too. Because that, that's what makes it haunted. <laughs> he's the chosen one and he's the only one that doesn't get crushed and he has to go and like fight like space robots or whatever with, with his boy school mech dude we need an anime that starts off as like a like a school mech anime and then like everyone dies and it turns into like a haunted school anime yes we need that we need that, we need that in our lives <laughs> I can't. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, this is you've 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 tickled our scary bone, Stephen. It's positively too much. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Like, let's do like thirty more minutes, and then we'll. <laughs> yeah. End it. How do you feel about doing five more hours of podcasting, Stephen? Uh, I am totally down for that. <laughs> all right, we'll bet. Let's let's, let's go. go. Let's, let's all right. bring it, Brenda. <laughs> all right, cool. I got a I got a story from my house when I was growing oh. up. Yeah. Oh, wait, you actually have another story? I do. 
Okay, <laughs> sure, yeah. Share, share, share this, this this last story. All right. So, um, my the house I grew up in is like early 1900s. I think it was built before the Depression. We love Depression. Yeah, me too. It gets me through the days. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> I wake up when I'm happy and I'm mad about it. <laughs> right. Dude, depression memes, but it's all about living in the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't. I assume it's haunted because I used to see shit when I was a little kid. Um, my mom kind of like denied it for years, and then like out of nowhere, she would just talk about like, "Oh yeah, I used to have this weird experience," and blah blah blah. But uh, one of the things my mom is an avid. Uh, goer at is planting like a garden and when we were younger she used to do like early planting and sort of like a pseudo greenhouse in the upstairs hall where my room was so to give you context it's like you go into the house there's stairs directly in front of you you go up there's a bathroom right in front of you and then you turn left and go up a like a set of stairs that's like three like three little steps my room is on the right my sister's room is the next one on the right and then it kind of does like an l shape and my brother's room would be on the left and in between my brother and sister's room there's a a window so my mom would leave like seeds on a table uh at that window like early early in the year like february march whatever i woke up one night and at the time, my bed was faced in a way that I could, like, see out into the hall. And, like, a freaky white kid, I slept with the door open for some reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night, and I see this, like, white figure just standing in front of my sister's door. And it, like, starts bending over, and it looks like it's picking stuff up and putting it on that table. And it does that for a little bit. And then it stops, turns at me, and then flies at me, and goes through me, into the wall, and it disappears. And I never saw it again, but it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> what that the sounds... fuck? <laughs> yeah, that sounds horrifying. But also, it sounds like David. Like, David was haunting you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, ha! This will learn him. This will learn him? <laughs> Boy, did it learn me. <laughs> <laughs> I taught you a lesson that day. I don't know what that lesson was. I don't think you know what that lesson was, but you learned it. I don't. <laughs> the lesson. The lesson is forever a mystery. Well, I mean, you could you you could tell me now. <laughs> That's just David showing off his bussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the lesson. Yeah, lesson is learned. Excellent. I can sleep yeah. easy at night now, knowing what what you were teaching me all those years ago. <laughs> you know, it's like you think about it. It's like, oh my god, it all makes sense now. <laughs> oh, and then everything else in my life just starts clicking. Yeah, exactly. Like something has just not felt right for the longest time, and then now it's like, oh, the ghost story finally makes sense, and now everything is put into context. <laughs> <laughs> before it gets too much more spooky i believe we'll have to call it there we will return to the crypt 
another time. <laughs> Thank you, Stefan, for coming on and <laughs> and uh, indulging us in your spooktacular events. Well, thanks for having me. This has been really fun. It's been super fun. Thank you. Yeah, it's been very. It's been awesome. I ho- I hope I legitimately gave you spooks. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah, like I can't fucking stand stuff like that, like that, in like a good way. <laughs> it was really good. Yes, it was great. Stephen, where can the ghosts go to haunt you? Well, if you'd like to, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is Zeppelin underscore eight. Ooh, what a spooky handle. <laughs> we will put we will put that in the spooky description. <laughs> this is like my favorite part of Spookberry Boys is doing this stupid voice. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it is it's, it's good. It is good. Uh, so go follow Steven there, and if you want to keep in touch with the Crypt Keepers of the Strawberry Boys, you can find us on Facebook at Strawberry Boys Podcast. We also have a link tree where everything is consolidated into one evil domain. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us using your Ouija board at strawberryboyspodcast at gmail.com. We're ghosts. (laughs) We're ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.